Black and White Podcast. My name is Daniel Negro, and I'm live from Calgary, Alberta, Canada. And today we're on episode number 29, the post-match of Juve Roma. Uh, it's been a little bit... Uh, uh, but it's been a difficult week for me personally with work. It's 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 been pretty busy. Obviously, we had uh, days kind of a, of rest, if you want to call it. So it's been nice. I can't wait to get back to a regular schedule. Obviously, the game was nothing special. Celebrate and all of the stuff on Twitter that that was really nice to see. But you know, getting to see a couple young guys. I wish I wish they would have played all of them, to be honest. But uh, we'll get into that in a, in a bit. Uh, uh, I said episode twenty nine. We got a big game coming up on. on Friday, and there's going to be a pod tonight, uh, if not tomorrow morning before the game, and then uh, we're going to get the post game coming to you on Sunday with Albert. Finally, I got the boring stuff, guys. Please smash subscribe if you can, drop a like if you listen to the podcast on YouTube, and click the bell for notifications. Please drop, drop. You don't. There was actually someone who was who was a little bit critical of like how I speak and a word that I was using. No, like I said, it, it helps me out. Um, and you know what you want to hear, what topics you want to hear. Uh, it's always nice to hear from the feedback from you guys. And then again, check, check out the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, um, and now Google Podcasts. And again, on those, you'll keep up to date. And the podcast will just post to your thread. Uh, another early morning one, obviously, we scheduled it, uh, and it's going to work. So, finally, uh, finally able to get, bring him on the show, Mohammed, obviously from Kuwait, man. Thank you for coming on, and uh, thanks for putting up with all, all my time changes. No, man. Uh, and actually, I want to say as well, I know... Uh, before the show, you told me you're you're from Lebanon. I just, just wanted to say, um, quite a crazy, you know, event. Uh, I'm not going to necessarily get into the politics of it because I don't think that's my place. But, but you know, I okay. um, I hope all the Juventini from Lebanon, because I know there are a lot, uh, are okay. And, uh, yeah, it's it was crazy, crazy to see the videos. Crazy to see the, uh, you know, some of the injuries and stuff like that. So um, it's unfortunate. And uh, I hope everyone's okay. You know, this good stuff and now you see, uh, in the news, it's, it's, it's not great. But, um, yeah, like I said, uh, Mohammed. Yeah, let's get into the the, the UV part of it. I know you've been on Al's podcast twice. Um, you know, how'd you become a Juve fan? Uh, it actually started uh, 10 years ago. Uh, so I used to watch football, okay, in 2000. I started watching football when I was about five years old. Six, it all started with the World Cup, Italian okay. World Cup. So, uh, you know, that's how I got into Italian football because they won, because Italy won the World Cup at that year. And my brother was a Milan fan. My brother became a Milan fan because of my uncle. Anyway, uh, I wasn't like committed 
watching football, you know, I would just watch it if my brother's watching it, you know. Uh, I was like, and, like, I would support a team every day. One day, one day I would support uh, Roma, one day I would support Napoli, you know, anything. Then, I won't... <laughs> Wait a minute, hold on. This is, this is all coming back to me. You're the, the guy that was on Al's podcast that threw in the garbage, is this correct? Was yeah, this that's or- me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was that, that the was... same? <laughs> Come on, man. I was seven years so old. There you Give go. me a break. <laughs> Give me a break. I was seven. <laughs> anyway. That's awesome. Uh, That's then, uh, awesome, man. I, I wanted to commit in watching football. And I didn't want to support AC Milan because uh, my brother didn't want me supporting it. And I have another brother, brother who didn't want me to support Real Madrid. So uh, my favorite okay. player was Pirlo of all time, even even before I started watching football. And uh, that and Pirlo was playing for Juventus at that time. So right, I look right. into the club. I find Pirlo. I found Chiellini. I find Buffon. All the players I know, some of them from the World Cup, like Pirlo and Buffon. So you know, I decided to join. I decided to support Juventus, and until that day, I still support them. Didn't change clubs. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome, man. That's hilarious. It's actually cool because you know, you get that you get that sibling rivalry, and I've heard it with, between like obviously father daughter, even you know brother sister. So it's it's interesting to hear that because um, yeah, no, I mean I guess Pirlo was a blessing in disguise. Obviously, we got you as a fan, and. Um, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. My, uh, my brother, funny my brother. Story, obviously, like I said, check. My brother was was a very was, was very annoying. Like as a Milan fan, he's very annoying. Like when we lost against them four two. Hold on, let me show you. Yeah, I don't know if you can <laughs> see them, but just look. He keeps he keeps sending me pictures of the match. Hold on. <laughs> Look at these. Uh, I can't. I can't download it anymore for some reason. But all of these are pictures he sent me, and he's been oh, and <laughs> up until this day. He keeps doing it every day. Oh, there you are. I mean, they gotta celebrate something, right? Yeah, celebrate Coppa Italia. That's about it. So maybe, maybe Super Coppa. I mean, whatever. What they can celebrate whatever they want, but. Uh, the, the most important trophy there in Italy, so I mean, doesn't matter what they say. We got it. We got the job done. Ninth consecutive uh, scudetto secured, and obviously the celebration was pretty nice. How they did it up there on the in the stands, and um, it was too bad there was no fans though. Um, kind of unfortunate. I mean, the situation is what it is. Everybody knows, but uh, yeah, it was too bad that the fans couldn't be there. Um, what does the Scudetto mean? I've been asking quite a few people now, like either on Twitter or on the podcast specifically. But you know, what is, what does the podcast mean, or what is the, the what does the Scudetto mean to you? You know, obviously it's been a tough season, um, but w- what does it mean to you? Obviously, winning nine in a row. To be honest, uh, look, uh, I'm gonna get criticism for this. Okay, like at first, I was happy, you know, and we keep winning it every year. But I'm still happy. I'm not saying I'm not happy, but I want something yeah. more now, you know? Right. I want the Champions League because a club like Juventus, you know, one of the best clubs in Europe, 
Scudetto, we can't just keep celebrating something. Yeah. We keep winning every year. Even even our, our worst, the worst UV side this season won the Scudetto this year. You know, we want something more. We want something like the Champions League or the treble. So yeah. I, I'm satisfied, I you know, but I'm not like, not celebrating and jumping on my bed. Yeah, I think, I think it's all... Something more. Um, I've said it multiple times. More of the felt winning a Champions League, it really starts diminishing the value uh, because you're you're not necessarily. Then it looks more bad on. It looks worse on the league than it does uh, good on us for winning nine in a row. But for for me, it, it's something where I will always celebrate because you never know. Next time, next year, we might not win it, and then hey. And then we got nothing to celebrate. So it's always nice to, you know, enjoy it. But I agree 100%. Yeah, There's something more. that, w- And that's the Champions League. And, and and that's something that needs to take precedent. I think the club needs to really get behind it and stop making excuses Honestly, for why it's, it's not happening. Enough. To be honest, uh, like, regards winning the league, this season, we barely made it, you know. So I hope this is a wake-up call for the yeah. management and the whole team. Exactly. I agree 100%. And they can't get away. Again, something I've always said, uh, we've been taking for granted winning these leagues. Exactly. Um, because we, we think we're doing so well, even though we're walking through the league. And at the end of the day, it's a false flag, false hope. Because then when we go into real competition like Champions League, where you know teams are playing way better, it's a different format, yes. But... Um, you know that's the bar, and we haven't got past the we haven't we haven't passed the exam. So that's something that again, like I said, we need to work on. And uh, I mean, hopefully Friday, depending on if Dybala plays, that's going to be a big um, ask if he doesn't play, uh, especially being down one nothing. But let's get into him being the MVP of the season. Kind of a perfect segue there. Um, you know, did you think? Of- was deserved what are, what are your thoughts on that i think it's deserved honestly like him and a couple of other all players uh, like are you it. the ronaldo camp? no 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 <laughs> uh, you're insulting me right now you know? <laughs> he deserved it he really deserved it honestly because despite being treated like garbage last summer he actually stepped up you know also okay it's true ronaldo he was actually a big part yeah. Of, the, of the team winning the Scudetto, but you know, Di, like Dybala, I don't know how to say this in English. He basically make made the plays, you know, like he controlled yeah. the he controlled the game. Yeah, he, he controlled put the team the on the his game. back, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so he he deserves it. Yeah, I agree. Maybe guys like Gomez, Elicic, you know, they deserve it yeah. too. But like they didn't win the league, you know. He helped us yeah. win the league. Maybe yeah, if the rest won the league, okay, but you know. No, no, I agree 100%. And I kind of had a, a, an appreciation for, for Dybala, kind of a long thread of my thoughts on 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 him. And, you know, I appreciate what he's done. Like I said, it would have been easy for him to, like, go to any club. He didn't really owe us anything. Um, and, and, yeah, like you said, the whole situation with the transfer rumors and the, the possible move last summer, it was difficult. And, you know, to come back now and, and, and succeed you know, all that noise is really nice. I want to ask your opinion. 
I want to ask your opinion on this. Do you think that Paratici did this on purpose? Like he didn't want, he didn't want to intentionally sell him. He just wanted to do that maybe to make Inter buy Lukaku or something. Maybe like a motivate kind of a motivation. I don't yeah. know. Uh, um, from what like I said, we will never know what the exact how like, how far into this transfer they were. Um, from what I heard and from the the people that I. I talk to and I, I, I believe that are uh, reliable sources as well as uh, have gotten a lot of the stuff right in, in the past. I think barring the imaging rights or the image rights to Dybala, he was gone. That was the only sticking point was the image rights. Now, I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's just a rumor. I don't know if that's hearsay because someone said it and that's what's been talked about, but from what I know, it was pretty much a done deal, barring the image rights, and that was the one thing that they couldn't solve because uh, I believe they wanted to own his image rights and DiBala wanted to keep his image rights, kind of thing. So I'm not 100% sure if there was a tactic to maybe motivate him. I mean, I don't think there was much that needed to be done. I think the only thing that needed to be done was, you know give him the confidence to play where he wants to play and not play him as a central defensive midfielder uh, yeah. like Allegri did. And, 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 and I think this, this, this mentality question was ridiculous in the first place. Um, I, I don't know why it was brought up. I don't know. I think anyone in their mother could have, you know, saw that the way he was being played just wasn't the place he needed to be on the pitch to be successful, especially if from what we've seen in the past because he's had successful seasons before last year. So, I mean, it was pretty simple to me. Allegri, this is all lies on him. This is going to forever be his legacy. That's one thing that I think Sarri has to give credit for, whether you like the guy or not. And, um, yeah, no, Allegri just didn't get the job done. He couldn't get the two best players on our team to play together. That's one thing that I, I find, you know, whether, like I said, you agree with his tactics or not, Sarri's been able to do is play Ronaldo and, and Dybala. And, and whether it's been 100% perfect, maybe not, but, you know, it's worked. It's got it's gotten the job done so far. So that's all I got to say about that, man. About Dybala winning the MVP award, he's getting a lot of backlash, you know? Everyone... Oh, you know, there's a, lot of, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of people online that only, you know, go to whoscored.com <laughs> after every game and see how many goals Ronaldo scored. And say, oh, he scored two goals, so yeah. he must have had. Oh, look, he's the man of the match because you know, are you know, they're as accurate as a freaking uh, hat is on, on Twitter. 41,000 followers thinking Rudy Garcia that's how accurate that should be our coach. I remember uh, seeing that. Who was it? That's, that's how accurate who scored. Uh, I think it's Hashim. <laughs> 41,000. The guy's very. Well, I, oh, I, don't know, I don't know who he paid. I don't know who he paid on Twitter to get that blue check mark, but hey, I guess if you got oh, the money, God. dude. Oh, this guy's unbelievable. I muted him. I muted his account. I couldn't. I, couldn't. I had to mute him. You know what? It's, it's getting to the point where there's a lot of these like OG guys. And I don't want to mention, I don't want to throw shade. And actually, there's a couple guys that just started up now that got pretty big followings, but. It's almost getting to that point where I got to start muting people because it's really just fucking annoying. Oh, and like, honestly, 
you get to the point where you see some of these takes and you're like, dude, like, where are you coming from? Like, either what drugs are you on right now? Or this is like out of left field. Like, Rudy Garcia, like, really? Like, out of all the options? Like, Pochettino's out there, te- technically. I mean, depending on what, what you've been hearing with Conte, that, that's there, technically. No, no, no. Um, yeah, you denied it, but you never know, right? Obviously, they won, Merida won today in, in Europa League, but, I mean, there's so many other options. You go and you pick Rudy Garcia, like, really? Really, dude? Anyways, man, we'll get we'll get past that or else we're going to go on for hours on that on, on just that guy's takes. Him and a couple others just amaze me. What do you hear? But, um, yeah, so what do you think about that whole situation with Conte? I know I put a poll up, and it was actually pretty resounding, the results. And, you know... Not to toot my horn, but that's how you react to a, a poll coming out where it's against kind of what you think. Knock, knock, or hint, hint, nudge, nudge to someone that also got into I got into it with uh, a few years ago about a Conte rumor. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, it's all opinions. So, I mean, I don't care. I mean, if people like uh, I was surprised how many people actually voted for Sorry to be honest. But um, not surprised. Uh uh, just because of all the vitriol that's gone back and forth with Conte. But I said, if you had the choice to pick, you know, keep Saturday for next year or bring in Conte, let's say a hypothetical that Allegri was signed by uh, Merda, who would you take, boss? Honestly, uh, I think I'd stick with Sarri because uh, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Like, I don't like Conte, you know? Like, yeah. yeah, I don't like Conte, but he's a really amazing manager, so it puts me in a shit situation. But Sarri, you know, he's building something right now. I yeah. think, do you see how many complaints Conte gets with Inter? I swear to God, oh, if, he goes, if, if he goes and manages this UV right now, man will probably jump off a roof, you know? <laughs> see, the only, so, thing, the only thing that I like about Conte is, one, he's got the DNA. Two, yeah. he, he has, he's more of a player, he can, he can motivate. And that's what I think we've been lacking. That's kind of why I thought he should have come in after Allegri again because we needed someone just to motivate the team. And there's, there's no um, third choice there. in the poll, right? There's no third. No, choice. no, no, no. no. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't. I, I just wanted to specifically see what people. No, because if you if you look at it, Saturday was getting a lot of heat, right? Like if you look at this season and like even at the end of the like he was getting a lot of which justified or not, whatever your opinion is is your opinion. Um, I think he's definitely done a lot wrong, but he's done he's done some good things, but definitely enough to be criticized uh, for sure. Um, but you know, I just wanted to feel it. I wanted to see you know where the loyalty. So again, Saturday was was the resounding choice, um, which, like I said, kind of surprised me. But oh, it's good. I mean, you know, I, you know. I, I don't I don't see even even if he loses on Friday, I don't see uh, Saturday going no, just no, because. He's not. We signed him on a three-year contract, and Juve's never has, well, ne- has think, never backed out. I think that we don't. I don't think we need a manager who like Sarri or Conte. Like I don't think we need Pochettino either. We need a manager who has won the Champions League before. You know, because Juventus is, is a hopeless situation. You need a manager who has already won the Champions League, who has experience in how to win. Because like, okay, that it's true that you start. Like, there are managers who started from winning the first Champions League. You get what I mean? Like, there are managers right. who never won the Champions League, but won the Champions League with the team. But Juventus is a, is, a, is a unique case, you know? Like, when they get to the final, they don't know what to do. 
You need somebody who who, know, who who knows and has experience in situations like this. Yeah. So honestly, yeah, exactly. uh, so are you are you thinking are you thinking Zidane or 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 Guardiola? Are those are those your two kind of options? Is that who you thought we've we needed or just yeah, in general? Guardiola. Who doesn't want Guardiola? Honestly, you know, a uh, lot of people want Guardiola. You don't want Guardiola? You don't want Pep? Why not? He's overrated, in my opinion, boss. I honestly, I can't stand the guy. The amount of praise he gets for like spending a billion or just yeah, over a billion. I mean, Juve, Juve doesn't have the kind of resources. <coughs> excuse me. Okay? That ever, that ever. Oh yeah, I'm good. No uh, just co- coffee went down the wrong hole. But um, yeah, no, uh, I, I don't think, I don't think he's got it. What it takes. I mean. Champions League's only at Barcelona to pretty much a squad that is like all-time 11. Um, Bayern, again, they won league titles, but nothing spectacular out of there. Then you look at Man City, perennial chokers. Like, honestly, I've been saying it. I have. If we get through Lyon, I have no... I'm not even worried about playing Man City if that's the team we play. I'm almost more worried about playing Madrid in the next round than playing... Man City because Madrid has our number and I think psychologically that plays into it uh, um, but no I, I think Man City is just choke central man uh, and I, I think it, it, it when, when you have a guy like Guardiola who plays this style and you can almost look into it like Sadi um, can, they're not really agile to move and direct they're very rigid in what they do. Um, and that's why when Barcelona gets caught out in years where they, they don't change anything, that's why we've been able to beat them at certain times, like, badly. You look, they, they're very rigid uh, in, in playing that, that same style. So I think Man City is the same thing. Uh, I, I think they're more talented than the last time we, we beat them. But... Um, I, I think no, I I don't see see us having a problem even with the midfield we have. I just think they uh, and they don't have the confidence, right? They don't have the confidence in Champions League. Yeah, that's that's a problem. They always, especially on quarterfinals, they always choke when they reach that stage. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So the other option is Zidane. What about Zidane? So speaking. Sorry, you again was Zidane? I, I think. Yeah, I I think with Zidane, I think it's with him. He hasn't really shown much. Um, I, 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 I like I said, I felt, and he's kind of like the motivator that can get players to go do be at their uh, full potential if you want to call about that but other than that I don't know I don't think he's a great like tactical guy um I think he's more of like a a, a man manager which we could use I, I think that's something we need but I don't know I don't see it I, I I look through I look through that success and I just look at the body I just look at the I just used the eye test, and um, those teams he had were stacked. Uh, it's they're on another level. I mean, that's one thing about Real Madrid that everyone 
And that's where I see, you know, maybe his, his like, what, what I want to say, his, his portion of the success comes down a little bit when you look at the players and see how good they really were. You know, you have a point. Um, you know, you, you look point. at Modric. Go ahead, boss. Uh, you have a point because also... Uh, good to go. It's like the team carried Zidane, you know? Like, the Real Madrid team was probably the best team they had in years. So, mainly it was all Cristiano Ronaldo too, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, exactly. You, know, you have Cristiano Ronaldo, but then you have a team that... Is exactly. built to to perfectly complement him, but as well having world class midfielders at the time. Like I said, Modric, you know that team. He took Croatia pretty much to the, you know, the the, the Croatia team was had some had talent on it, but you know, was one of the guys in the midfield there. So they went to the the World Cup final. Um, then you look at guys like uh, Casemiro, who was playing unbelievable at that time. You look at Cruz, who was one of the top players in the world. Um, obviously, they won the World Cup. Um, so, really, it's not really surprising to me that they that they went on that run. Um, like I said, they made smart moves, uh, spent you know relatively small amounts of money, and they did it with the right way. This is that's why it pissed me off with the whole Ronaldo thing, is because we were on our way of doing the same thing. Um, and if you take that 110 million or whatever it was, 115 or 100 or 99, whatever, whatever the transfer fee is, and you actually help your midfield and, and get some better fullbacks and this and that, I don't see why Juve can't be in that same spot. But you know, the the board made their decision. You know, they wanted to make a lot of money, and they have, and you know, it is what it is. But um, I, I I think you look at that, and obviously looking towards the game ahead. Um, Delict and Bonucci are probably going to be starting uh, against Lyon. Demiral, I think, is going to be is going to be ready um, if needed on the bench, as well as Chiellini. But yeah. I think I think Chiellini is more of a, a player looking forward past uh, this game. Uh, if uh, not, maybe as, as a starter, but someone that could come off the bench if need be, yeah. or if there's a suspension or you know someone picks up an injury. I wouldn't see him available for this game per se, uh, just because we have Demiral in the hole, and then you have uh, you know the two guys starting. But um, yeah, what do you th- what do you think about that? Uh, what do you think? What do you think about this coming game? Give us your thoughts. We'll get into first, it right away. I want to start with the formation, like according to reports, uh, Quadrado, Cristiano, and Costa. I think. I think. No, uh, not Costa. Costa's out. You mean Ronaldo, Higuain, and uh, Quadrado? Uh, I don't know. Like, okay, Dybala is uh, sort of injured. That's understandable. Yeah. But let Bernardeschi play. I swear to God, man, I, I, I'd do anything just to not see Danilo touch the fucking ball again. I don't want him to play. I don't want him. Like, okay. Uh, he's a, I understand he's a Juventus player and I have to respect him, but man, this guy. I have no words. I have no words. I just like let so, Quadrado play at right back and Bernardeschi at right wing. Bernardeschi so okay. is okay. He's not in good form, but <laughs> I don't want Danilo to play. You know, 
I got you. I got you. Those are pretty much the the two main positions that have been kind of in question. Obviously, it's pretty obvious if Dybala's ready to go. I think even if Dybala's a Dybala because he just makes the world a difference. Um, so I, I think elimination game, um, we're down one nothing, and I don't want to take – I mean, sure, some people have been talking about if he gets hurt and then you miss him for the next one. I, I don't think you look that far ahead yet. Uh, because again, we're behind. If we're conservative, but we're losing one nil, and if they score, we need like three goals. So, um, you you play you you play you play it all. Uh, but yeah, that's the main talk uh, on Twitter and uh, obviously in the media of of what the 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 right wing right back situation is going to be. Now, for me, I'm not. I, I agree with you 100%. I think that's what we need at the end of the season is someone who's an actual right back. If you want to keep Danilo as like a a, a sub or whatever, that's fine. Um, but we definitely need someone who's a proper right back. Uh, but uh, to me, I, I I would put I would put Cuadrado right wing. Um, I think you need we need that we need that power that that spark that power. And you know if we can get a quick goal uh, at the beginning. With let's say Dybala and, and Cuadrado on the pitch, and then you know, you know maybe you get a second one before halftime or just after halftime to take the lead. Then what you can even do is you can slide Cuadrado back uh, if if you're not comfortable with Danilo, take Danilo off and throw Bernadeschi up top, right? So I just I like my options better that way than starting Bernadeschi. And Cuadrado, because then you have both those guys on the field. If something goes wrong within, or where, like you said, Bernadeschi's not really in form. Um, you know, he's making he was making good runs, but I, I kind of found he was fading as of late. But uh, obviously, the last two games don't mean anything, to be honest. But um, I think he was kind of fading a little bit, so that's why I think it's we're, we have more versatility when you when you play. Again, the option that that I that I think we should go with, but um, again. Who knows, right? I mean, I mean, Sadie's gonna put who he's got in his magical notebook, and um, uh, we'll find out uh, before the game tomorrow on w- what's it gonna be. So, but it, it's trending towards Dybala coming back. Um, again, like we said with the coach, it doesn't look like there's gonna be any new coach. Um, I think it's difficult to look at the consequences, even with the elimination. I think you look at last season; we won the Scudetto. And I- I believe we won the Supercopa, so really there's not kind of plateaued. There's not we we're not worse than what we were last year. We're not better than what we were last year. So again, you can't really. I, I wouldn't call it a failure if we go out. I would just say we kind of just matched what we did uh, last season. But obviously, you look at the the DiBaldo as some people are calling it partnership. Uh, you look at Bentancur has improved very very mightily in the midfield you look at delict rabio is coming into his form i think one of our best midfielders uh in since the restart which i i was i thought we should have got rid of the guy from what i was seeing in, in the first part of the season but uh has really proved me wrong um but you know now we're looking into this defensive fragility these blackouts as they're calling them um you know us going up to nothing or 
three uh, nothing or three one, whatever it may be, and then you know lapsing. Um, I do think though it is a different style, and we're gonna have to expect this. Um, it's more attacking style. Um, if you're gonna get guys, you know, and a lot of people are criticizing, you know, the fullbacks. Well, if these guys are gonna be pushing up, you're, you're gonna you're gonna have to prepare to 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 leak goals a little bit. So um, that's just the way it is. I don't know. Honestly, with Saris Juve, uh, you it's easy to concede goals as we can as we've seen from the past few matches. I've been conceding a lot of goals right. lately, but. Uh, I don't know. I'm scared. I'm scared, to, to be honest. I have a good feeling, but I'm just worried, you know? Yeah. yeah I, I think we got to be... If I see Dubai on the pitch, I'll be... I'm, I'm positive. Uh, if he's not efforts from some players like Ronaldo, uh, he's going to have to come out because he's not going to have Dubai on the pitch, so it's going to be harder for him. But I definitely think we have the talent. We're the more informed team, um, even though it didn't look like. I think game against PSG is misleading. You have two teams that are not necessarily match fit, looking similar or or, or playing a close game. That's kind of t- tough to 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 tell oh, yeah. about. Uh, you know, same goes for Lyon. They haven't played a competitive game in a while, so that's an advantage. Right. So. Us, you know? So they play. They played that Coupe de la Ligue, I think, or the Coupe de France, whichever one it was. I mean, you got to think about it, right? Like those two teams are are both not match fit. So when you see a close game, it's you you it's you can take one of two things. You could say, well, okay, maybe they're further along the line than we thought they were. But you could also say, well, maybe it's just two teams that aren't really fit. You know, kind of evening out. So really, can you really take that into account and in saying that they're they're better than what they are? But I mean, we'll see what happens. What are your thoughts? You think you think gonna win? Yeah, I think we're gonna win. Yeah, so I they, think so too, man. Yeah. You can't help being uh, terrified, you know. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. I mean, we're big enough club. You you gotta expect that, right? Um, obviously, I don't know if you saw the uh, the comment Sammy Kadira posted a long Instagram oh, yeah. post. So. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't read, but uh, just leave, dude. Just same leave. thing, same thing. Yeah, just leave. But uh, let's get into uh, obviously team of the seasons. Um, obviously, who scored.com had Ronaldo at like a 7.82. That's, um, that's what I don't know how that's like their main source, you know. We have Roman too- address, right? They have who scored.com. Like, I have no idea how he beat pretty much everybody. Um, like they clearly base goals scored as their like top stat because literally I've seen games where he'd gone from like a five or like high fives to like a seven high sevens or an eight just uh-huh. because he scored a PK. Because they have it's funny actually they have a pretty cool thing it, it it tracks the uh the rating of the player throughout the whole game depending on what happens in the game. And like it spikes after. It doesn't matter if it's like a, a a goal from 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 play or from a penalty or from whatever. It just spikes to usually the top to the man of the match. So obviously Cuadrado was on there as a right back. I think you got to give him credit for you know doing the job he's done. Obviously not being a right back and you know performing to a decent yeah. enough level. 
Actually, yes. used to be a right back at the beginning of his career. Yes, he, he has. But um, I don't I think he's just more effective. Uh, defensively, I think he's a liability. Um, he hasn't been horrible. I mean, yeah, that's debatable, debatable from what you watch. But I think, you know, he, he's, made, he's prone to make some mistakes. But, uh, I mean, I'm not going to fault him too much on that. Then Opta Paolo also came up with their rankings. They had... There's um, with Ronaldo and Cuadrado as right back with Chesney in goal, um, which I, I think is pretty pretty solid lineup they had there. Um, some other players, Teo Hernandez at the left back, uh, Acerbi and Devray as your as your center backs. Also, Why? they had like okay, Devray is understood uh, understandable, but come on, Delic deserves it more than Acerbi. Yeah, I think it's tough. Uh, I, th- I think like it's always tough looking at those situations. Uh, obviously, we're a little bit biased, right? Because we see him all the time. I think I think he has had a really great season, but I think it's tough. You got to look at where Lazio was last the year before, and I think he's been pretty solid as well. Um, I I don't know. I it's splitting hairs. I mean, as a Juve fan, yeah, I think you got to put Delict in there, but I mean. It's tough. Uh, I, I'll give it to a Cherby. I mean, I, I think in the future you're going to see Delict more and more in these every year. So I'm not. I mean, it's his first season, so whatever. It's fine. I mean, they can only put slot two center backs there, anyways, for the most part. I mean, unless they choose a three, which I doubt they would do. But um, too bad of a line. Obviously, Immobile up top, Gomez, you got to give it to him. Even Ilicic, you could have thrown in there, potentially. Um, Luis Alberto, who's been, again, phenomenal for Lazio, as well as uh, Fabio Ruiz for Napoli. So, you know, not too bad. Obviously, there was a graphic, I don't know if you saw, about the competitiveness of Serie A. Really, um, you look at all the other leagues, and, and they're way behind. They, the second-place team is either... Uh, 10, 10 points or more uh, behind the first place uh, squad. So this year's definitely been interesting. Uh, not necessarily scary, even though there's the only the, there's the one point difference uh, because we had two losses in the last two games. It was seven losses total in the season. Quite um, interesting to see as a Juve fan uh, because we've it's been a while since we've had more than uh, you know three four losses. Three, four, five losses in a season and hitting seven towards the end. I know the last two, like I said, didn't mean anything, but um, and obviously the, the lineups were different. But uh, yeah, definitely interesting when you hear that and then hearing that Inter only had four. So, but I don't think it was that close, uh, anyways. Uh, I think we made it closer than we needed it to be. Um, obviously, a bravo to Tech, best save percentage in the uh, or highest save percentage. In the Serie A, uh, 74%. Um, and I, I think he's done a really good job again this year. Uh, made a couple, you know, he's made a couple of questionable mistakes this year, but who hasn't? Um, and uh, I think he's been a solid at the back and something that we haven't had to question for a while. Um, then you look at Ronaldo's stat, obviously, on Ronaldo. Uh, 31 goals in the campaign. Uh, won 24 points. And if you tell a Ronaldo fan that, he thinks that, you know, without him, we would have been in uh, seventh place or whatever the hell the, the stat was. 
not gonna waste my breath, man. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, it's not. Don't it's, waste it's, my breath. <laughs> it's 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 not like we can, uh, you know, have a have another team or, you know, set the team up differently to suit our our playing style. But anyways, let's get into the MVPs, the or the uh, the best player awards, obviously of the year. Tech won the best goalkeeper. I think well deserved. Uh, best defender was from Devray. Um, best midfield. Fielder. I think they kind of they threw him in here. I think I think he's more of an attacking player. I know they have a best striker, but best cool. midfielder, Papu Gomez, I think well deserved as well. Um, then you have Chiro Immobile as the best. Um, for us, something that's interesting, uh, best youngster Kulusevsky, uh, yeah. who should be coming to UV next year. Um, check the interview I posted of him. I have a long thread, obviously, of the. I have a a design that you know is for Kulusevsky and uh can you send uh, it to me after the match? Yeah man, no check it out. It's on my uh it's uh it's just that it's just before the Dybala thread. So just check okay. that out guys. Um I think it's got both sides. I'm pretty sure it's got both sizes if you need it. And uh yeah, it pre- I pretty much put all the quotes in the thread and yours or uh, this one. No, no, okay. this one, Juventinita D-A-L. Okay. And uh, I'm going to try to, you know, keep posting more regularly on that account. Uh, I want to try and bring that one up to maybe five, you know, six, maybe a thousand followers. We'll see what, what we can do. But I, I definitely want to be posting more on that one, guys. And um, again, like I said, Dybala MVP, well-deserved. Um, more of a, a fact than anything, something that we've learned. The Serie A season for next year is going to be starting on September 19th. So again... Just over a month uh, before the next season is going to stop, it's going to come fast. It's going to come uh, wild for this this Champions League, and uh, obviously that'll end on May 23rd, uh, and then hopefully we can get back into a regular routine. At least for me, uh, it's going to help me quite a bit, to be honest. Uh, but yeah, that's really all I have for the news. I don't know. We'll kind of quickly get into this Roma match. Um, obviously, the lineup. I, I wish they almost put in more rookies uh or a few 23 players if you want to call them that you know peters i think could have started in the midfield uh vrioni and and olivieri as as strikers i mean throw them in why not and even uh mr uh damela gasolina wesley there as you know a right back for danilo i don't i don't think that could that would have hurt us i mean we got up to a great start with the corner from Berna and an, a, a beautiful flick from Rabiot to kind of cause problems. And Iguain got on the end of it in the fifth minute. But it was kind of, you know, Juve had control, Roma had control uh, in the first half kind of feel. No real clinical touch barring um, that that uh, goal from Iguain. And I think they were the only first team players that played, yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I th- yeah, and Borucci as well started. Um, I don't know. I think they, they, he was trying to get some minutes. Uh, I hate I hate seeing Matuidi start. To be honest, uh, I just I don't think he's a starter anymore. Um, someone to watch with Roma though, Kaya Fiori on the left back or left mid, whatever kind of role he was playing. Obviously, they were in a three four three, three four two one, if you want to call it that. Uh, with Zappacosta on the right and Calafiori on the on the left, but he was doing wonders uh, for Roma, uh, youth product, their youth product, and wow, he was he was sharp. Um, I think Frabotta did a very good job as well, uh, but 
Carla Fiori is is a guy like Juve. Get on that if you can. If you can bring him over, bring him in because he's a young Italian player, and he was on. He got the penalty against uh, Danilo in the which minute was that? Uh, I believe it was the second goal, the forty second minute. Um, and yeah, he just Danilo was just caught sleeping and. and he made the perfect cut and ran into him, and th- that was a foul, right? So, great play. Um, he had a couple chances. I think he had a, he actually had an amazing volley at the beginning, too, that didn't count because of, I believe, Tech was fouled. Um, Zanamaki actually switched to the left hand side for whatever reason. Um, I guess Bernardeschi was, was wanted to be on the right, or maybe that, maybe the lineup was, was wrong uh, at the beginning of the game. But uh, definitely noticed that. Um, but we hemmed them in for the good part of the 15 minutes. Uh, and then it kind of turned around after that. Rugani, big mistake in the 23rd. They have a corner um, and just doesn't mark Kalinic properly. And he gets the header and, and they score. And there's your 1-1 game back up, game level again. Um but there were some good chances throughout this whole game. You know, Rabiot had a couple chances. Um, a little bit too far. The touch wasn't great. Uh, the pass accuracy, I know it was 90% checking the stats, but um, there, we're, we're needing a little bit more uh, in terms of that. Like I said, I think that Calafiori is, is a promising player. I I said I, I didn't know who it was until they they talked about it at the beginning of the game. But Stroma, uh, something I noticed Stroma. as well. Yeah, Stroma yeah, exactly. They're gonna sell them. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind picking them up. Like I said, at a decent price. Hey, we need guys at left back, left mid, stuff like that. That that would be awesome. Uh, I don't know how much playing time he's gonna get, but you know, definitely a solid player. Zanamakia was doing good uh, on the wing. He was winning a lot of fouls, actually, uh, for us. So I, I think he, he performed pretty well. Again, Frabota was making some good runs from the left-back position as well. And uh, I enjoyed that. Muratore was not necessarily a, a poor game, but um, not, didn't really notice him too much uh, personally. I mean, it was kind of a snooze of a game, so I don't know how much I would like. I'll tell. Once I got to the 80th minute, I was kind of like, okay, whatever. And we're down three-one. I was like, I still, I still don't get why uh, there, were, there were UV fans who were pissed over the game. Like yeah, I mean, it, 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 I was like I said, I think they should have just played more youth, anyways. Yeah, exactly. Just experience. They're, they're just pretty much getting guys. Like I, I, pretty, I wanted to see Pinsolio start from the beginning. I he don't played, necessarily though. think. He did. He did. No, he I, did yeah. I don't. I, I don't. I don't. Th- I don't think Tech needed the minutes to be honest. Um, so I don't know why he started. But I mean, not not saying that it matters. But um, I would have preferred just Pinsolio get the start, give him his due, um, and play him out. Really, there's no need for Tech to go into that game. Bernardeschi's free kicks are pretty good, but like he's got good curves on them, so. I, th- I think he just needs to be the guy who takes those long-range ones, to be honest, to curl the ball into the box. Um, if I speak against Ronaldo, his free kicks, he'll probably score one the next game. So, to God, last, yeah. time, last time I spoke against his free kick, he scored uh, 
they scored one. I don't, I don't remember who it was against, but was they the scored a free kick. Yeah, he scored a free kick. I don't remember one. But I, as soon as I spoke about his free kicks, he scored. So I, talk, I'll just keep talk, my mouth shut. Talk, <laughs> talk some shit. Talk some shit. I want. We're gonna need that. We're gonna need that free kick goal. <laughs> <laughs> tomorrow, inshallah. Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Let's hear it. Let's hear it on Twitter. Um. But anyways, yeah. Like I said, forty-second minute. Danilo kind of overruns and gets caught. Uh, Kaya Fiori makes a, a smart move, cuts the ball back into the in the middle of the box, and kind of runs into you know smart smart technical foul and picks up the penalty. No questions asked. Uh, I don't think there was any controversy behind that. Tech was pretty close to saving it. That's what I've noticed with Tech. He doesn't save too many penalties, which we'll get into Tech a little bit later, but. Uh, yeah, I think he, I hope I, I hope that changes, and I know it's tough to save penalties. It's not last like season, I said; it's not easy. But uh, last season he was actually, you know, last season I think he only conceded a couple, like one or no. two penalties, and he saved all of them. But but I don't know what happened to him this season. Well, Honestly, this year, a- this year, this year you got to remember we also had a lot more penalties against us compared yeah. to last year. Like I think we had maybe this was like the fourteenth penalty or something like that against us. Yeah. Um, I know we're at twelve, but that that was kind of that was like maybe four or five games away. I think when when that stack came up, so I'm not sure if that's the same. Then we get to halftime. Really, we're down two one. I didn't expect anyone really to come on anyways, so I kind of knew we were going to be in this hole. And if if the only thing I didn't like about losing this game is it breaks our record of 39 in a row at home. Um, but that was it. Uh, that was the only thing that really bothered me. I I wasn't expecting much. Um, and yeah, again, it was kind of like back and forth, you know, UV taking some chances, but not really being clinical possession was pretty much equal. Shots were pretty much equal. Our, our shots were down though. We're usually around 15 to 20. Um, we only had about 11 with three on goal. So again, but different players, uh, obviously Demidal comes on to get some minutes, which was nice to see, uh, Rab, uh, goes off for Rabzi. Uh, again, those guys didn't get minutes. Uh, Frabotta again in the 50th, nice running cross. Nice to see that from him. But uh, then in the 52nd minute, you know, after we, as soon as we make those subs, and everybody's got a a good idea when they keep talking about, you know, Sadi making these defined changes at certain times every game. So we put those two guys on, and uh, I can't remember who it was in the back, but we give a poor ball that basically goes to the Roma uh, right mid, Zapacosta. And then essentially gives it up to Zaniolo and makes that same run almost exactly. It was crazy. Uh, I ch- checked on Roma Twitter, and they, they posted it, the, you know, kind of before and after of when he got hurt, obviously, which is funny. Playing against us, he got hurt with the Achilles or the ACL, excuse me. And... Then the run he made this game, and obviously he gave it to Parotti uh, to score. And um, then, uh, yeah, he passes off to Parotti. I believe there was a little bit of a deflection, and they score up 3-1. And at that point, I was like, oh, it's over. Defensively, it was poor, but, I mean, who, what, what do you expect? You got Rugani with Demiral, and then, you know, a bunch of younger guys. So it, it is what it is. Uh, I don't expect that when our, our, our actual starting lineup is... Um, 
And then, yeah, again, some more chances. Roma had some good possession uh, in the game. Olivieri comes on for Bernadeschi. Pinsolio comes on for Wojciech Chesney. Um, again, pushing, but nothing really critical in the last. And then I kind of checked out. Um, Zapacosta kind of had a chance that, you know, warned Pinsolio his first chance of the game in the 77th. Um, Iguain had a really nice chance in the 78th. Uh, but just put it over the bar. And then Rioni took him off. And, uh, yeah, again, I really didn't pay attention after that. It was kind of just like, okay, let's get this game over with. Obviously, Campione d'Italia, 1920 season. That wraps it up. It was, again, like I said, it was nice to see the the celebrations uh, after that. And I was actually quite happy with the zone. They actually showed them lift the cup. So I got to give them some credit here in, in North America uh, where they usually don't show that kind of stuff. So good for them. Um, and, uh, yeah, good for all of us. Now we go into Champions League, different mindset. And uh, let's see what happens. Uh, who are your best three and your worst three players in this game? For me, I'll go – I think Matuidi was meh. Danilo was eh. Made the stupid mistake on the penalty. And then Rugani with the mistake on the first goal – so those are going to be my first three three down, if you want to call them that. Three up, I think the three young guys, I'll give them the credit. And I think Higuain for scoring the goal within five minutes. Those are my my, my top three, for sure. Uh, you, want me, you want me to, wait, worst three guys and best three guys in both teams or just Juventus? No, just Juve. Uh, we'll uh, keep it simple. And it doesn't even need to be three. Sometimes, you know, some games worst we're players, not good enough. Worst players, Danilo Matuidi. You know, uh, any anybody who, like anybody who didn't even watch the match is gonna say the same as me. Yeah. Matuidi and Danilo, and I think yeah, you're right. Uh, uh, best three players were the youngsters, but uh, actually Bernardeschi, uh, he was okay. You know, he was yeah, he was more than average. He was good that but that game. You know, I hope he just plays that way every day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I think. I, th- I think yeah, it was kind of a mad game. It's kind of, it was tough to when I was when I was writing these down and I was trying to think about who to who to put. And it was kind of tough to pick out. I don't know what 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 do you think of the overall game, just in general. I know you said that a lot of people were complaining about it, but I mean to me, like I said, the only thing that bothered me was one, not enough. They didn't play all the youngsters, and two, we lost that kind of home uh, home field advantage or that home field record. But besides that, I wasn't bothered at all. Yeah. I was feeling the same as you, you know, uh, like how you felt uh, in the last 10 minutes of just wanting the game to end. That was how yeah. I felt uh, after Roma scored uh, the second goal, honestly. I didn't care much anymore. And honestly, like, I don't really care whether they win or lose, you know. I was just watching. And yeah, he yeah. should have played more. You know, he should have started Pinsolio, like you said. Because there was no yeah. point for Chesney to get. To. There was even no point for Bonucci to play. To be yeah. honest. Since he's I playing agree. in the Champions League already, you should let like, somebody like Demiral play. Demirali, yeah, he, he he was back from injury, at least yeah. you know. But uh, now, I, 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 don't, I don't I don't know if they they maybe knew more than we did, and maybe they only thought he only had so many legs in him, in Demiral. But for me, I think uh, yeah, I agree with you 100. percent I think he uh, he definitely should have started, but who knows? Maybe maybe he thought he was only conditioned for that last little bit, 30 40 minutes or so, but. Yeah, I agree 100%. Let's look at the season now. Uh, just quickly, we'll go through here. It's only a couple segments left. 
actually, sorry, we'll go, we'll get into the post match comments. It was kind of difficult to find. Um, you know, obviously he talks about Sari talks about Leon, surprised by the fact that physically they seem to be in rather good shape. I don't know. I think that's misleading. Uh, we'll find out obviously Friday, but I, I I think we shouldn't definitely underestimate Leon. But I I think to say that that was a good showing against PSG was I, it's misleading in my opinion. Uh, Paratici before the game talked about Agnelli and the Scudetti. Um, he said Agnelli's always close to the club. We must thank him for his confidence, his support. I thank him for his great passion in this journey. This is not a game that will change the company's ideas about the season. Winning nine Scudetti in, in a row was something that was unexpected 10 years ago. It's exceptional. We have to start enjoying the fruits of a lot of work this season. I thank the Lega for finishing the season. And then he talked about Zaniolo. And a lot of people have been bringing this up. Maybe Zaniolo is a little bit... I think we got to sign him personally. Yeah. Um, I think it would be awesome to have him. Well, even a Pogba. Even Pogba, we add him in as well. I, I think that's definitely a possibility. Um but, you know, he's a good footballer, he says, but we think we think about the game to play, celebrate the Scusetto. Then we will see for the Mercato. Um, there will be time for that. I think Al made a great point in saying Kulusevski is probably going to be linked. Like, they're going to look at Kulusevski and they're going to look at Zaniolo and um, uh, they're going to be really similar players, so maybe that's why they're not going to capitalize on that, but... I think you got to add the guy, young Italian player, probably future national team player or starter. Uh, I think you got to add that to the what team. About, uh, he isn't young, but what about Milinkovic Savage? I think I think if you can get him, I think that's more difficult. I think we've had more difficult than Pogba. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Um, I think Lazio's a tough team, especially with how close it was this year. Lazio's a tough team to deal with because of. Um, what's his name? Uh, Lotito. Lotito. And uh, I, th- I think that's the only reason why he hasn't been in a Juve shirt so far is because of that. Um, I think in general, though, I would like to see Milinkovic. Have. I think he's Italian. You look at the free kick he took at the end of the game that almost would have been a draw uh, at the end of the Juve Lazio game. If it wasn't for Tech making the big save, that game finishes in a draw. So I think he's an incredible player. I just I think it's going to be too difficult to get, especially with the COVID uh, financial implications. It's going to be way too difficult uh, to get him. I, again, I would like to see it, but I'm more doubting in that. Pogba, there's been a sense. Uh, there's some been some people talking. Obviously, Bianco Neri, YYZ, uh, or Z, whichever uh, you prefer. But uh, there's been some talk about Adidas helping out. I think it gives there, there's an advantage when you know a player's contract is is ending next year. So at the end of the day, we could pop up and get a free. So I, I think in, in terms of managers are completely negligent and, and stupid, plain and simple. Uh, they're going to either try and get this, the the deal done, or their best bet is to move him now because. Either you you don't sign him and then you lose out on him again, and how embarrassing that would be for them. Uh, because he's oh, he can go for free, and as soon as January hits, teams can start negotiating. So really, 
you're not going to sell them in the Jack or, or it's going to be for peanuts. Like, I mean, maybe 20, 30 million you're getting out of that. If you try to sell them in the, in the winter, if the team really wants them, like maybe a real Madrid steps in and says, we want them for sure. But right now, I'm thinking 40 to, to maybe 40 to 60 million or no, I want to say, what did I put on? I think I said 20 to 40 million cash, maybe plus Ramsey. For, for uh, who again? I, I, I think Pogba is really only worth maybe 50 to 70 million total right now. Um, I don't see, I mean, if they want a hundred million, I think they're. Yeah, that's the problem. I don't think I don't think they're gonna sell it for less than sell them for less than a hundred million. They're definitely not selling it for less than a hundred million. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I think it's tough. I don't think you're gonna get teams pulling that money out for. And I think buying and so if that's the case, then then they gotta be nothing. So uh, I think it's tough. Um, let's get into kind of the, uh, uh let's, I'll, I'm obviously going to do this again on the, on the next show, but I want your ratings. What do you rate, rate tech for the season? Um, eight, eight out of 10. Last season, he, last season he was, last season was 10 out of 10, but this yeah. season, you know, he wasn't, uh, as efficient because, uh, he made some, uh, He's made some silly mistakes, but still, yeah. you know, he was actually one of the important players in our team, one of the best players. So eight, Dybala, I'd give him a eight point five nine, nine out of ten. Yeah, I agree. Cristiano, maybe eight point five nine two. Uh, Matuidi uh, four. Danilo minus one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Let me uh, see the licked. What the left, yeah, the left, yeah, yeah, the left, uh, same thing, eight, 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 eight point five. That's what I was giving. Yeah, yeah because uh, his start of the season wasn't very well. Yeah, but he's actually improved, you know. So um, maybe uh, Bonucci, uh, five, six. That's what I would give okay. him. Sandro, five, six, two. Quadrado, okay. five. Uh, Quadrado, seven. No, actually, no. Quadrado, six. Yeah. Bernardeschi five. Uh, was okay. Rabio Rabio six? Because he stepped up, you know, in the end. Ramsey, okay. maybe, Ramsey true, maybe seven. Pjanic. Pjanic uh, six point five. That's what I would give him. Okay. How much do you think he deserves? Uh, Pjanic. I would give Pjanic a five, to be honest. I guess. I mean, so. at the beginning, he was kind of good, but you know, yeah. I, mean, it, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, it's all uh, Kadira. Kadira. Zero. Zero. <laughs> minus five. Yeah. <laughs> uh, minus. Minus. <laughs> if possible. Uh, uh, how about Demiral? Demiral. Demiral. Uh... 7.58. That's what I give him. Uh, okay. Who else? Who else is missing? Uh, what's his name? Costa. Costa. Bentancur. Bentancur. Uh, I'd give seven. Costa 7.5. Uh, 
I, I give Benton Corey and cost a 7.5. I mean, it's yeah, unfortunate yeah. that Douglas got injured. Kane, I'd give him a 6.5 kind of average. And what do you give? Uh, what do you give Saturday? Saturday, uh, 6.5. On the whole season, I agree. Yeah. Above yeah. average. Yeah. Above average. Uh, yeah. But yeah, man, uh, we just got a couple questions here before we close her off. Um, obviously, actually, before we go, the last session, and I forgot to talk about. I mean, really, there's some players in there. I gotta go. I know Demeral's in there. My UV player. I gotta go. Marcello Estegaribia. Um, I don't know why. I just like, and I'm not gonna pick Diego because that was a joke. Rincon, I guess, is in about a year or so, uh, unless we get rid of him, which wouldn't shock me. Uh, obviously, for 29, who's 29? You kind of got the you kind of got the horrible pick because really, there's between some players that really haven't played, um, and then you got Juve Machin Dicelli. <laughs> so who's your, oh, who's yeah. your number 29? I'm guessing it's gonna be. The, I don't understand you. What do you mean by number 29? So basically what we do is every podcast we make of, of, of showing your favorite player wearing that jersey. Now, unfortunately for you, Mohammed, you've got probably one of the worst numbers to, to go by. Wait, wait. I'm Being sorry. Number 20. Really? I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Can you repeat? Because uh, your, your yeah. voice went off. It's lagging. No worries. Uh, so again, like I said, every episode number we we pick a favorite kind of player uh, that wore the is episode twenty nine. Uh, so you'd have to pick your favorite you over the history, right? So again, there's not much to pick from. I mean, you got okay. Stefano Romano one oh two, Massimiliano Vieri two thousand two thousand one. Domenico Maeta, 2000-2001. Giuseppe Scule, 99-2000. Marco Rigoni, 98-99. And Davide Andorno, 96-97. And like I said, the Juve product, Paolo Di Celli. And it's actually funny. I'm going to pick Paolo Di Celli because uh, he's probably one of the Grinta warriors, uh, the Grinta club, as I like to call them. But if you look at the game against Real Madrid where we battered them 2-0 uh, at the Bernabeu, De Celle actually comes on for Del Piero when he gets a standing ovation. So I gotta pick him. You need to wait. Uh, give me the options. Give me the options that are available. The players that are available. Like I said, it's it's very slim. De Celle. Yeah, I'd pick him. Paolo De Celle. <laughs> like I said, you got you got picked one. I, Unfortunately, I, twenty nine is isn't anyone's favorite number. <laughs> it's it, not heavily worn. There's Vieri also, right? Vieri too. Yeah. Not not Bobo Vieri. I think it could be a cousin or uh, I gotta look into that one. No, I think the uh, Sherry. I, I gotta look in. Into that one. Um, what do you what do you think? Uh, let's discuss 
kind of text love for the team. Um, I know we got some. I think we're gonna kind of have you back again on the podcast, but uh, you know, I think text's been pretty good for us. Uh, like I've said in the in, in in different shows, but yeah, way different uh, for for like how he acts on the field, how he kind of commands the players. Um, but I think he's really enjoyed his time. You know, you're looking at the you know the, the cigarette how he introduced himself at the beginning also press conferences when he I think it's he's kind of got a quiet you know confidence with this team I agree so yeah. what are your thoughts on tech uh, nothing but love for him any any that stands think- out Look, anything that, yeah, Chesney is one of the few players that are playing for, uh, are playing for uh, passion. Yeah. They're not playing for money because most of them, you know, they're getting 400k a week. I'm going right. to mention who. Uh, also, I feel he has Grinta. And he actually, he actually mentioned it once when he was, when it was in 2018 when Buffon was goalkeeper. Right. And uh, he was actually... Uh, Honored to play on his footsteps. He also said that he wasn't he wasn't gonna be the next Buffon because he's not Italian, but he'd be, you know, he'd right. be one of the best players. So I think uh, I think Chesney, if he stays that or if he stays in Juventus and he continues down down this path, he'll be he'll get he'll be a guaranteed Juventus legend. Yeah, I, I agree. And uh, what about the returning? Oh, thank you, Nilesh. Obviously, of Lavita Bianconera, uh, who does. Uh, who I've partnered up with and has done some amazing edits. Check them out, subscribe, show them some love, retweet. Um, and you're definitely going to see a lot more on my channel as well as his. Uh, in terms of returning lone players, sticking with the team, I mean, I don't have faith in anyone to, staying, to be honest. I think Romero is probably going to get moved. Pellegrini. I think uh, Pellegrini is a possibility, but I still don't trust the, the, the management to keep him. I think either they, they might sell him. I'd be really surprised to say the Honestly, least if he the, only, lo- the logical reason is to keep them because one of them can play right back, you know? We won't have a right back. So, oh, yeah. I, I agree 100%, Mohammed. I agree. I agree. And But I just I don't see it uh, I don't see it happening. I don't know. Yeah, my, my friend, uh, thank you for coming on the podcast. I appreciate it. Uh, definitely going to have for me because I'm going to have to head to work here pretty soon. But uh, again, thank you for coming on, man. Thank you. Um, thank you for I appreciate it. Me. We'll have I you on in the future. Um, well, yeah, you, no you. worries. No worries. I, I love hearing new voices. Obviously, again, you, you're a veteran on, on Al's pod, so I uh, wanted to have you on. Um, and we're going to have, obviously, another podcast tonight with for the preview, the the full preview, get into the post-match with Albert on Sunday, and I'm happy to have him finally on. Again, guys, the usual channels. I'm not going to stress it out. Obviously, Juventinita DAL. We've got a podcast, Podbean, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Again, reach out to me if you want anywhere else. 
I think what we'll do is I may reach out to you a little bit later as well. We'll, we'll get your event to small uh, to add on. As for now, guys, uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for all the support, all the love. Please, again, subscribe. Show me some love. It really helps me out on all channels. Um, and uh, you guys, stay tuned. We're going to be uh, finishing this up, hopefully. There's going to be more than just these next kind of two podcasts. Final Fina, what's the events? Ciao, guys. Thanks bye, bye. for watching.